another toxic trait of mine, and I do this a lot with my manager, and sometimes I do it with you too, is that I always feel like people are mad at me or I'm in trouble. (laughs) Wait, when do you think I'm mad at you? It's like, hey, can you talk this afternoon? And I'm like, oh my gosh, what I do? She hates me. (laughs) But like, not really. It's always just like a glimpse in my head, like for a second, but every single time it happens. Welcome back. This is the Confident Collective Podcast, and we are your hosts. I'm Rayanne. And I'm Christina. We are curb models, content creators, and some would even say comedians. We started the Confident Collective Podcast to help you live your most confident life by sharing our stories and sitting down with experts to talk about, well, life. We chat sex, dating, business, relationships, and so much more. We hope you love this episode, so let's get into it. You guys, I am an aunt. Oh, my sister had a baby and I just can't get over it. And I kind of feel bad saying I'm an aunt as if I wasn't an aunt already because technically I have two nieces from Steve's brother who I love so much. But it just hits a little bit different when it's your sibling and their kid. It just is so different. Like, I'm so unbelievably happy. I just, I'm so excited for them. Oh my gosh. There's three little boys in my family right now. How nuts is that? That's insane. So three boys under the age of... Two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. Oh my gosh. They're all going to be like besties. I know. And Christian, my youngest, obviously, and Hudson are literally a month apart. That's so crazy. I was going to say, what's his name? Hudson. Yeah. His name is Hudson, which is so cute. Um, I'm just so happy for them. I can't believe it. So here, I think, is the question on everyone's mind. I know what you're going to (laughs) ask. I know what you're going to fucking ask. Does this sway your decision on where you want to live? I think, yes, it does, for sure. Because the reasons I want to stay in Los Angeles are for my career, which I do feel like I could do my career in New York. I have something to say about that when you're done speaking. Okay. And also... The landscape. I just think it's so beautiful here. The landscape and the weather honestly really makes me happy. However, I was talking to my dad about this. I think that the most important thing in life is community and people. And that at the end of the day is what makes you happy and what fulfills your life. Like places, things, those are all fleeting. They don't matter. Like when you look back on your life, you're not going to be like, I lived with this beautiful view, you're going to think about the people you spent your life with. So I do think that, yes, it definitely plays a big part. And yesterday we had a FaceTime call with a realtor who showed us this house in New Jersey. So we are, we're making moves. If things are meant to be, they will be. Okay. Yeah. I I love, you know, if it's meant to be, it will be. I know Mm -hmm. the biggest cliche of all time, but I totally agree with that. Okay. So tell me what your insight is on career LA versus New York. Let me hear your thoughts. It is a night and day difference. In a good I feel way like or bad I have, way. Good. I feel like I have made, I mean, I said this before, but made more connections in this tiny time I have in New York City than I have my entire time in Los Angeles. And it's just wild. I've met more people for business connections, Christina, in person, random events, like things like that, where it just feels like it is aligning. Like, I just think that New York is like where it's leveling up. And I don't know if that's just for me personally, but it is a night and day difference in a way that it's like, I can't even describe it. So I think for, if you're thinking career-wise, New York is like where it's at. Okay. I, I really, I'm like very passionately about believe that. Okay, well, I love that energy. The only thing is what about shooting-wise? Because I feel like that makes a big difference. The landscape here, like being able to have in a way almost like all seasons if you want to, you know, you can like shoot beach stuff in March. It's definitely more difficult, um, like logistically for sure. But I don't think it's like, for me, I think it's just like a little adjustment. Like, of course, like the other day I was like, oh, it's kind of annoying. I wish I could just load stuff in my car, go shoot with the photographer and get everything done. But I was a little bit freezing shooting spring dresses, but like in the images, you would never know. So logistically, I just think it's like the other things even thus far outweigh that by tenfold. Well, I'm telling you, if I move to New Jersey, I am manifesting by 
in five years, I'm going to be hosting a morning talk show. That is like my vision, my goal. That is what I want. And I'm like, Steve, let's do it. We can make it happen. I mean, I think that New York is just, if you want to level up, it's you got to come here. I'm serious. Okay, good. I love that energy. So if that helps persuade you, but also you're now, well, now an aunt. You were an aunt before, but <laughs> an aunt to another another little baby. Um, but that's so exciting. So everyone is happy and healthy. Everyone's happy and healthy. Um, my sister had like a crazy delivery situation that... It's her story to tell, not mine, but it kind of honestly made me feel a little guilty for saying that my birth story was traumatic. But then I'm like, no, like everyone has their own experience and feelings, so it's fine. Um, But yeah, she's healthy, baby's healthy, and my family is just so, so happy. Do you have plans to come out and see them? I have plans, but nothing like actually booked or set. But like we are going to come out. I just don't know when. But probably soon. Uh, next week, I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to New York next week. <laughs> oh, my God. Your toxic trait, not making plans. Literally. Um, okay. Well, I'm so excited for you. Please tell her congratulations for on behalf of me and all of the Confident Collective. Thank you so much. I am so excited. Okay. Well, I want to know, talk to me more about how you're feeling so aligned and like how everything's well, working for you because I just love that energy. Like similar, so you know my favorite thing to my like favorite go to joke. I have like you know a few rotating jokes as all good comedians do. Mm-hmm. Is like when people ask me, "Oh, why did you move to New York?" Mm-hmm. My favorite response is, "Well, how much do you know about astrogeography?" And if you haven't listened to our astrogeography episodes, we'll link them in the show notes. You have to go back and listen. But it is like an indescribable feeling, Christina. Like since I have set foot here, things are just falling into place and like opportunities are coming. I'm meeting people, making connections and it feels so effortless. Whereas in LA, like I didn't even realize that I was definitely feel like I was moving and grooving, like feeling good in my career, but like things were, someone used this analogy, like sticky. Like it was just kind of like, like it wasn't, it wasn't flowing. Mm -hmm. And since being here, it is hard for me to put into words how just different things and people are coming into my life and it is just feels like it's flowing and opportunities and who's to say, you never know if these opportunities would come in LA, but I genuinely don't believe they would. And like what? Give us an example. Like, like for example, this is, I'll give a couple examples that won't give anything away of our future confident collective plans. Stay mm-hmm. tuned. But like, you know, our friend Iskra, we've been trying to meet up about so many times and I've been in LA, she's been in New York, yada, 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 yada. Finally aligned, we meet. Another instance was I went to this, my friend, she, she was like a friend of a friend. We ended up crashing a happy hour with her and she's like, oh, I'm going to this work event and why don't you guys just come? I'm like, oh, is this like weird? We come to a work event, end up meeting um, this the woman who runs partnerships for Athletic Greens have an amazing night with her. End up signing on Athletic Greens for a year long sponsor for us, which is so exciting. And then um, also meeting with the head guy of this media company who wants to talk to us about podcast stuff, which I haven't even told you yet. So like, there's so many things that are like just happening, and it's like whoa, things are just like hitting you in the face here, in the best way. Um. Uh, Honestly, I feel like I haven't heard you sound so excited or happy in a long time. Yeah. And that makes just... me really, really happy for you. And that's great. And I do think that New York has that energy. And I think that people are almost more willing to collaborate. People are just out and about so much more that it just makes everything a little bit easier in that sense. Where in LA, like if you were to crush someone's happy hour, you'd probably have to drive 40 minutes to the other side of town. So it's exactly. like, like, no, I'll just go home. Yeah, and it's just like meeting. I feel like with work-wise, people are like setting up meetings here. And I'm like, are there just not as many like people in LA? Like I've never had that many people reach out to me for meetings in Los Angeles. Like, and I'm like, oh, okay, like where are all these people coming out of the woodwork from? Um, and it's just really exciting and it just feels really aligned. And so I just feel like if you're kind of feeling stuck in life, I am seriously like, okay, we got to look up your astrogeography chart. We got to look into this and see, I think if you're feeling stuck, having like a change of scenery is such a huge 
way that you can be re-inspired and find a place that's better aligned with you. So it's just feeling so good. Obviously, it's been like three weeks. Mm -hmm. It's been three weeks. Yeah, almost a month. And so we'll see what happens, but it is just, it feels so good. I've never had a transition be this knock on wood. So obviously, there's been challenges, but so this is a very fluid transition, which is very different than the one I had moving to LA five years ago. So I feel very grateful and very excited. I also think that speaks though to who you are and your growth as a person as well. Well, thank you. Uh, I think that I think, you're open to so many more opportunities. I think that you're doing this for you, not for someone else. And I feel yeah. like when you are ready personally, like they, they say like when you build it, if you build it, it they will come. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you've built it, you know, and now you're like entering this new era. Yeah. It's very exciting. Very exciting. Um, okay, Christina. Is there a what what obscure side of TikTok have you found yourself on? And you're like, this has literally nothing to do with me. I would never be in this situation. Like, how did I get here? Honestly, I feel like TikTok knows me really, really well. I don't think I've been on like that many obscure sides of TikTok. Like how you're on like the curly girl side of TikTok. Like that makes no sense for you. I know that's just straight hair. I'm on curly girl hair TikTok. (laughs) Yeah, I don't really feel like I'm on any obscure side of TikTok. I really don't. Oh my god. I don't. I I am like back on the um the side of TikTok where it's like new um, Scandinavian moms that are just leaving their kids in strollers outside. See, I'm not on that TikTok. So I think that's kind of like a, that's kind of obscure. It's obscure, but I also have kids and strollers. So I don't feel like it's that wild. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess not. It, like, it's not that crazy. It is kind of relevant for me to be like, oh, wow, look how people are raising their kids in different countries, you know? Mm-hmm. It is an obscure thing as an American because you just could never fathom leaving your child outside in a stroller in the cold while you go inside to have coffee with your friends. But they're okay. They're not cold. They're they're wrapped up. They're warm. No, no, I know, but it is. It's in the cold. It's winter. Like it's actually they leave them specifically outside, especially in the winter, because the cold air is supposed to be good for them. Right. They're breathing everything. Right. Like they're not abandoning their kids. And there is also like 30, 40 strollers. Like this is just a very common thing. I feel like in America, someone would have you arrested and probably steal your child at the same time. At least that would be my fear as a parent. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Um, I guess that is kind of obscure, but a little somewhat relevant to my life as well. What about you? I am on, I actually don't even know what it's called, but when I describe it, if people are on this, they will know. It is this guy who cleans hooves of cows and horses. It is the most fat. See, that's obscure. It is the most fat. It is the most like, it's kind of like ASMR. Like I am watching this Mm. man scrape this hoof. Like you don't, I don't even know what this guy looks like. It's not like that. It's like, Literally just so therapeutic watching him treat these hooves. And sometimes there's will be like bubbles in the hoof because it's infected and he has oh, to gosh. clear it out. I know. It is, is that like a pimple popper sort of thing? Like how people like that? Mm, I don't know. Maybe. I'm not into the pimple popping things, but this is so... I will scroll his page and just watch these videos and it's so relaxing. And I've... I mean, as much as I like to say I'm a, I'm a cow, a city cow. Well, I was a coastal cowgirl, and now I'm a city cowgirl. I am from Colorado, which is kind of westerny. Mm-hmm. I've never been. I've never fucking put a hoof on a horse. I have never. I, the most I've done is ride a horse and take a few pictures. Okay, I'm not like this. Is like no, has nothing to do with me. The last time I was on a farm, I think it was from my little sister's bachelorette party. Like we, there's nothing to do with me. I'm like, how did I get here? I don't know, but I'm just happy to be here. Well, I I love that journey for you. Now that I think about it, there was a point in time where I was following, uh, I was on like the side of TikTok where people were steaming and cleaning um, their driveways. And you would see like, oh, it was the power washing. So I feel like it's like that same sort of ASMR, like soothing effect. Yeah. I also like this guy who will go and um, clean up everyone's lawns. Oh, I don't even have- Like mow the lawns? Oh yeah, he will mow them. He will he will he will get these lawns into shape. I haven't had a lawn in like ten years. <laughs> so or mm. yeah. 
Yeah, it's crazy. We'll have to share on Instagram stories and ask what obscure sides of TikTok everyone is on because I think it I think it is a very telling response for people. Yeah, and I would like that because in case someone's on some obscure side of TikTok, I want to be on. I want to like start liking those videos and get on it too. Well, now that I've talked about the hooving videos, it's um, gonna come up. <laughs> let me send me it when it comes up, okay? Okay. Send me okay, it. Okay, sounds good. Well, you guys, I'm so excited for today's episode because we are kind of exposing ourselves, if you will. Oh yeah. We are going to share our most toxic traits. <laughs> And the the issue I was having was like, geez, how many of mine do I share? And I was telling Steve, he's like, do you really want to tell people that about yourself? <laughs> I was like, now we need to know that one. What one Steve said about that? Oh, um, that I'm bossy. He thinks I can be really bossy. I was asking Steve, what are some of my toxic traits? And he he said <laughs> that I am a control freak that I'm bossy and that I'm chaotic. And I was like, geez, Steve, tell <laughs> well, me you hate me just, without telling me you hate me. Steve just saw this as an opportunity to really get a lot of things off his chest. <laughs> I know, I know. But you know what? I'm not going to lie. He's not wrong about any of those things. He's not wrong. Yeah, I have to agree with him. Those things are a bit spot on. But I don't think you're bossy like in, I think... I mean, you, you you are like, well, I'm trying to think of like a situation where we've been like, it's a good thing because I just let you take the lead. I'm like, all right, Christina, say something. You know what I mean? Like you, you will just take charge. Um, but I haven't seen you be, you haven't been bossy with me, but I have seen you be bossy with Steve. But I don't honestly, think I'm bossy with anyone besides Steve, but I can or take like, control of a situation. Exactly. You can take control of a situation. You're like, no, look, come on, let's do this. And it, like, I see it as a positive thing. And then the chaotic one is just honestly gives everybody entertainment. And I don't know what and we would do without it. <laughs> and anxiety. Yes. Wait, can I give you an example of how I was bossy recently? Yeah, I need Now an that example. I think about it. Okay, so I was going to get a facial. And they were filming something and they had Ventura Boulevard closed down parts of part of like exactly where the salon was to get a facial <laughs> was closed down like the sidewalk. They were filming something, but the, they can't actually close the sidewalk. But there was just like tons of crew. And then and this guy was like, are you going to walk through? I was like, yeah, I'm going to walk through. And he's like, okay. He's like someone walking through. And then this other guy comes. And he's like, hey, just come over here for a minute. And I was like, what? And he's like, just come in this like little alley. Like, I guess they were about to start filming something. And he was trying to like get me to not walk down the street. And I was like, what? And I thought he was going to maybe bring me this way to like give me like a back path or something that they cleared. And he's like, yeah. I was like, no, I have to go somewhere. He's like, it'll just be a minute. And I was like, no, I have an appointment somewhere. He's like, just wait a minute, okay? And I was like, no, dude. I was like, you don't fucking own the street. I was like, I'm going. Are you serious? And I just walked out. I'm like, who are you to like tell people they can't walk down. Like, you are all getting paid to be here. Like, I have somewhere to go. Like, the other guy just said, go ahead. It's not like the street is blocked off. Like, he just wanted to get the shot in. And I'm like, no, like, you have to, like, properly do things. You can't just tell people they can't walk to wherever they want to walk. And I feel like that was, like, me being bossy. And I was like, no, yeah. I'm going. And he's like, oh, fine. See, I admire that. I admire you in that situation. I want to be more like you in that because I'm like... I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I'll wait. Mm. Like, I would be like, oh, I don't know. No, but you'd have been waiting like five, 10 minutes and then you'd been like anxious that you're late. I know, but I would have done that. <laughs> well, I guess I, I can be bossy. And that is an example. Oh my God. I think my, as we were thinking about this, I was like, oh, 100%. My top one is thinking that everyone's in love with me. But it's kind of like a, it's an interesting thing because like I was thinking about it, I was like just free journaling in this coffee shop the other day. And I was like, oh my God, I'm sitting there like writing. I'm like, oh, it looks so mysterious and cool. Like this girl writing in a coffee shop, whatever. And I'm like, I bet everyone in here is like, who is that girl? But I will tell you, if a man who I was also attracted to came up to me and approached me, I would be a hundred percent shocked. So it's weird because I really <laughs> truly do believe both sides. Like I do believe that when I walk in a room, like everyone's in love with me. But if someone fell followed through with it, I would be shocked. I would be shook. I'd be like, wait, what? Me? <laughs> what? So it's very strange. I don't know what is happening in my brain, but hundred percent believe both sides of this to be true. I could see that though. 
yeah, I feel weird. like I, I sometimes do that still, even though like I am married. I feel like I find myself doing that in airports or like at restaurants. Anytime I'm, especially airports, I'm like everyone here is looking at me, wondering who I am, <laughs> wanting to talk to me. Okay, I'm glad I'm not alone. I thought it was me just being more of a <laughs> no. Leo, but like I truly believe that. I'm like, I think it's, it's a height thing too for us maybe. Well, I mean, we're definitely not blending in, okay? We're not, we're not blending in at all. Oh my God. Um, I think another toxic trait that I have and that I honestly for a while stopped doing, and I don't know if this is so toxic. Part of me is like actually concerned for my health, but I get so, so startled and it's happened so many times recently. Like this morning, it just happened. Steve was like, write that down for your list. <laughs> so I was in the, um, our bathroom and I opened up the door and Steve was just standing there on like the side of the bed. And I'm not even kidding you. I jumped and screamed bloody murder. He was just like living life standing there. He, he was just standing there doing nothing. The other day I was doing my makeup and like Steve um, was out for a walk with Dewey and he came back and I was on the phone with Jason and I'm doing my makeup and Steve comes into the doorway, the bathroom. Again, scream bloody murder. And he's like, Christina, you know someone else lives here too, right? Like <laughs> You're like constantly shocked that Steve is living and, in his home. Yeah, and he gets annoyed with me because I guess my reaction is so dramatic. And I'm like, you need to stop being annoyed with me. I think you need to be concerned for me. And in these moments, console me and ask me if I'm okay. Because clearly I just almost had a heart attack. Like you don't get mad at someone who had a heart attack, you know? So you know anyways, what I kind of super startled is toxic. I kind of wish what we had we had done for this episode was have what? Steve come on and say yours for you because that would have been really <laughs> fucking funny. No, it's fine. I'm exposing myself. I'll tell you what he said. Oh my god, what he would say. Do your best on the next one. Do your best one of how Steve would have described it to you. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? I'm the world's worst actress. I can only be myself. Oh my god. Um. Okay. So another one for me that is gets me in trouble a lot of the time is. Again, I don't know what this is, and I think with all of these, but this one specifically, there's definitely some rooted something that's like underlying probably issues we need to speak to someone about. But <laughs> I like wait until the last minute to book flights or travel. And I don't know if it's a commitment issue thing or whatever, but like even if like, for example, my sister's wedding, I knew I had to be there. Like, I knew there was nothing else could have come up. Like, I had to be there. But she was like, have you booked your flight? Have you booked your flight? I'm like, no. Like, I just was like, oh, like, I don't really want to book it yet. Like, I'm just like putting it off for no reason. Like, I don't know if it's because I'm like, oh, I don't know what time I'll want to go that day. Maybe something will come up. I don't want to go later in the afternoon. Or then I regret not doing a morning flight. Like, I don't know what it is. But like, me planning ahead for booking flights and travel, it is like, it. It, and it's weird because I'm excited for it. I'm like, I want to do it. But it it's something that I, I can't. It's like a barrier. I don't want to. I always wait till the last minute. Like I'm going to a wedding in two weeks. Booked my flight yesterday. I've had this wedding on my calendar for months. But I'm just like, oh, do I want to go on Friday? Do I want to go on Thursday? What time do I want to get there? Will it be early check-in? Maybe I want to check something out while I'm there. Or maybe I won't. Like it's like that's how my brain works. I... <laughs> You're preaching to the choir, okay? Are you the same way? Uh, I would definitely say I'm way worse than you because I feel like you at least have some trips planned in advance. Like you were planning the trip to Italy yeah, already, but like a year in advance. Yeah, that's because my friends are making me, but yeah. You know what I mean? Like for us, we're like, oh, well, you might go to Europe in June. And I was like, Steve, should we, I think we should like take this seriously and like start looking at some hotels and stuff like that because I think things get booked up. He's like, I feel like we could just do it later. And I'm like, okay. Like we're, Steve and I are both really, really bad on that, but I'm exactly the same way. I drive my parents crazy with this, especially whenever we're going home. Cause my mom's like, but you know, you're going to come home on these dates. Why haven't you booked anything yet? And I just don't know what it is. And then I'm like, damn, the flights went up again. Exactly. And I just sit there and wait and wait and just watch me wasting money and making things more, I don't know. Yeah, we're idiots. What are we doing? I don't know, but maybe it is a commitment issue, actually. I think it and is. And I do feel like what if, for me, I'm like, since our jobs are so flexible, I think I like to be flexible. And I'm like, what if something comes up that I Same. need to be here for and then I can change my date by like a day or two, you know? I know. 
very difficult for me. We need to get to the bottom of this so we can start saving money, okay? <sighs> I know, I know. Um, one of my toxic traits is that I expect Steve to do exactly what I want him to do without communicating what I want him to do. Honestly, Basically, I, I want him to read my mind. I don't think that's toxic at all. I think that's a very basic thing for us to expect of men in our lives. <laughs> And you know what? Actually, I'm glad we're having this conversation because it's actually really toxic of him to not be able to read my mind and do exactly what I want to do. So this is a, a him issue. Yeah, not absolutely. You're right. Steve's toxic trait is not being able to read your mind. It's honestly really yes. getting annoying. It would have saved everyone so much time. The family and household would run so much more efficiently. <sighs> honestly. What is wrong with him? Get it together, Steve. I think a lot of women were having this. They were like, well, why can't my partner read my mind? It's very frustrating. Men need to get it together. Did you know one out of eight couples struggle with infertility? Seriously, that's a staggering statistic that most people don't know or aren't ready to talk about. But we need good data and information about our bodies in order to have informed conversations with our doctors and make the best decisions for ourselves and our future. And that's why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label, and you'll get your personalized results within six business days. You'll get insight into your hormone levels like your ovarian reserve, aka you'll find out if you have more or fewer eggs than average for your age, and other important factors that can impact your fertility. The results go deep into what every hormone means, and you can also download the results to review with your doctor for next steps. Traditional hormone testing at a fertility clinic can cost over $600, but modern fertility tests the same general set of hormones for only $179. If you want kids today or maybe one day in your future, clinically sound info about your body can help you make the right decisions. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash TCC. That means your test will cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash TCC. Modernfertility.com slash TCC. A major part of my social life in New York City, if not entirely, revolves around eating out. There are just so many great restaurants here and eating out is such a bigger thing here than anywhere I've ever lived. It's kind of crazy. I'm like, okay, this is getting a little bit out of hand. So when I'm at home and during the week, I am making it my priority to cook at home. And I love using Green Chef because I don't always have time to plan ahead. And also sometimes I just don't want to lug a bunch of grocery bags home from the store in the pouring rain. You know what I mean? So it is nice to have everything delivered right to your door. It is just so much easier. They also expanded their menu so you can now choose from over 30 recipes weekly. And you can also mix and match different dietary preferences in the same box. So you don't have to do all vegan or all keto. You can just choose one vegan meal for the week and then do whatever else you want for the others. I love that their recipes include premium proteins, seasonal organic produce, and sustainably sourced seafood. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you. Go to greenchef.com slash TCC60 and use code TCC60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash TCC60 and use code TCC60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Another travel related one for me is, and my friends and I have joked about this in the past, when I'm at an airport... I lose all all concept of money. Money is no object to me when I'm in an airport. Forgot my headphones? Well, I may as well buy new AirPods. What? No. A impulse purchase? I, you're not alone Ten, on this. One time I was in an airport and it was like one of those like fancy chocolate bars. They saw my Air One or something. I was like, ooh, that looks nice, whatever. And like because it's at Air One or it's like sold at Air One, even though it's at an airport, in my head, I think I'm making like a healthier choice because it's like, or I don't even know. I honestly don't. There's literally nothing to back up my my purchase. But the woman was like, you know, this chocolate bar is like $12, right? 
And I was like, yeah, that's, that's good. Like, swipe it away. Like, I'm good. Like, a $12 chocolate bar, no problem. Don't even blink. $25 cheeseburger, absolutely. Like, I have, and don't even get me started on if I'm hungover in the airport. That's a whole different story. Wait, but there's no object. So, no, this is so funny because I have a group chat with nine of my friends, and we all reference it. We're like, if you're not, if you're like not sure about a purchase, but you really want it, and it's not just, just think it's airport. Just pretend you're buying it at an airport yes. and justify it. Airport prices. And it's like a running joke in our group chat because it's like $8 for a bottle of water. I have never been thirstier in my entire life. Literally. I'll take two. What yeah. are they pumping into the air in these airports? Because it's working. I don't know. I would argue, though, that I feel the exact same way when I walk into Erwan. <sighs> yeah, me too. I... I <clears throat> I really get, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid of Air One, 100%. Mm-hmm. Airport prices, it just, things, you just feel better about buying things sometimes. And you can justify it when you're on the go. It's like, uh, well. What am I going to do? Where else am I? I can't go anywhere else. There's no other options. This is my own, I'm literally stuck here. And then I'm going to get on a plane where I have no options for another, what, four hours? Who knows? It's like, it kind of feels like fight or flight. It's like, oh, like panic. Okay. My mom always like tries to pack us so much food for flights. She's like, here's some pistachios. Here are all these cookies I made. Here's a sandwich, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, mom, I'm not going to eat before a flight. Get to the airport, spend $35 on a sandwich. I was going to say, damn, you should really take your mom up on that. I would much rather have that than a soggy airport sandwich. Yeah. Because the food is never good. The $25 cheeseburger is never good, but I will do it every time. I know. I know. I know. You're absolutely right. Um, something, another really bad toxic trait of mine that I thought I cured for a little bit, but it's come back, is how often I lose things. Ooh, what's the last thing you lost? Dude, we just got a brand new car and I lost one of the keys. They're like $600 to replace the keys. And Steve's like, and Steve gets so annoyed with me again <laughs> because Steve is someone who puts his things in the exact same spot every single day. And... I don't know what I did with these keys. And I'm like, no, don't worry. They're not lost. Like they're just in a jacket pocket or in a purse. I've checked so many purses. I've checked so many jacket pockets. I have no idea where the fuck these keys could be. They're and not I just lost. lost two sets of AirPod Pros. Two. Two. Where are they? <laughs> That's fine. I have no idea where they are. Like, Christina, I'm going to make you feel better right now. I'm pulling okay, out my... Me. No idea. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. But I, <laughs> oh, you have two sets too. Yeah, two Wait, empty AirPod cases. No idea where. At least I, you have the cases. I don't. I can't even find the cases. No, they're gone. I can't. I'm not buying AirPods anymore. I'm. I've been using the wired headphones because I'm not. I'm revoking my privileges. Yeah, I was thinking maybe I need to get the big ones because maybe those are too large to lose. <clears throat> um, but I'll probably leave them somewhere by accident. So I don't know. Yikes. And I love how you're like, the keys aren't lost. I just have no idea where they are. I don't think they are lost. They are somewhere. They're probably in a denim pocket because I've checked all the coat pockets and a lot of my purses. So right now I have to go to pants. Okay. We're, 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 yeah. All right. Where we're going next. Um, another thing, another toxic trait of mine. I don't know when I became like this, but I have crazy expectations for my friends and I think because I don't have a partner or anything, it goes to my friends. But like last year for my birthday, <laughs> and I joked about this, I genuinely believed my friend Hannah was going to fly out and surprise me for my birthday. And when she didn't, I was upset. I was really upset. And I told her, I was like, I just think like, and we kind of joke about it, but I was upset. I was like, I just can't believe you didn't come surprise me for my birthday. Like I was shocked. And she was like, what the fuck? Like, and I do, like, I'm just like, my friends now live, you know, close like in Philly and DC and I'm like oh can you guys come this weekend they're like no train prices are so crazy I'm like well I'm free this weekend we just come like I just expect too much not too much but I expect a lot I'm like fly across the country it's not that big of a deal you know what I'm saying I love that about you and what I love most is that you vocalize it because for me I feel like I have a lot of those crazy expectations too but then I don't tell anyone about them so I'm upset that they didn't come to fruition. And then I'm just even more upset because I'm holding it all in. 
Do you know what I mean? And no one knows I'm like feeling that way inside my head. Gotta let it out, sister. Let it out. Gotta let it out. Um, another toxic trait of mine, and I do this a lot with my manager, is that, and sometimes I do it with you too, is that I always feel like people are mad at me or I'm in trouble. <laughs> and specifically when it comes to work stuff, I used to do this like all the time. Like if, for instance, like my manager was like, um, her assistant messaged me and was like, hey, Haley wants to have a call with you before she like, um, wants to schedule a call with you for next week. What days are you available? And I was like, okay, what is this in reference to? <laughs> And she was like, she's just going on vacation and wants to check in with everyone before she goes on vacation. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Here are my days. You're like panicking. Wait, when do you think I'm mad at you? I, I don't know, but it'd be like some sort of thing like that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, hey, like, are you, can you talk this afternoon? And I'm like, oh my gosh, what I do? She hates me. <laughs> but like, not really. Like, it's always like just like a glimpse in my head, like for a second. It's, but every single time it happens. I get like that too. And actually when we get into the other ones that people submitted, I feel like everyone is just walking around thinking that everyone's mad at them. I think that's way more common than we think. Cause I guess I do get like that. Like, but maybe I need, sometimes I think we're just like frazzled and I'm like, are you free to talk? And, Mm -hmm. and, but that is a very jarring. If you were free to talk, I'm like, oh my gosh, like what happened? (laughs) That is a very jarring message to receive. Yeah. If you sent that to me, I'd think the same. I'd be like, oh, what the fuck? Um, And I think, wait, can I just get into another toxic trait that I just realized too? Yes. And I think maybe this is why I do it. I use so many exclamation points that sometimes I have to like go back and take like 12 out of an email. Oh, in emails. Yeah. In emails. And sometimes with friends too, with friends, I, I think that it's okay and I don't care as much. Like, but like for me, like you, if I was like, I wouldn't be like, are you free to talk right now? I'd be like, hi, exclamation point. Are you free to talk? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I feel like for me, that's a way for people to realize I don't hate them. But in emails, I literally have to go back and I'm like, that could be a period. That could be a comma. (laughs) But a period is just so serious. So serious. We're not serious, people. Like a period. We're not serious. Like it's just like too, I'm just like, oh, it's like too serious. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> it's like a big commitment, the period. I'm, I'm not ready to make. I'm not ready. I know. Um, another one that is interesting with me is that when I'm home, I am like very tidy. Like my house is always very clean, very organized. But the second I travel or I like go somewhere else, like I am an animal. It is in disarray. The hotel room will be a a disaster zone. Makeup everywhere, clothes everywhere. I don't know what it is. Like because it's not my space, I don't care. Because if I'm home, that's not happening at all. But when I'm traveling, absolute animal, disgusting. I actually feel like I am the opposite, and not that I'm like super messy at home. Because for the most part, I'm like really clean too. But if I come home, like. For instance, right now I'm looking at a pile of clothes last night that I should have just hung up and put away, but I left them in the corner of my closet. When I'm in a hotel room, things are getting put away immediately. I'm unpacking immediately. Everything's getting hung up. And I think it has to do with like smaller spaces. Yeah, you have less room. I mean, yeah. I'll unpack, but then it just, I don't know what happens. It's its its disarray, but it kind of feels good. I kind of like let my freak flag fly, you know? Maybe Vacation Ran is my true self. Maybe. We love Vacation Ran. Um, I think that another one of my toxic traits is that I just expect everyone to move at the same speed as me. Mentally and physically. Like, for instance, when I'm walking, I'm like, can you walk faster? Um, and when I'm doing things in the house, I'm like, I sometimes have like 12 arms. Like the way I can like write an email, cook, watch Nicholas and unload the dishwasher at the same time is really incredible sometimes. And I expect everyone to do the exact same things the exact same way at the exact same speed. Yeah. Sometimes I feel, I know that you can handle a lot more than me. I mean, I'm a projector, you know that. And sometimes Mm -hmm. I feel like I need to, I'm like, I cannot take, and I still feel guilty, but like I cannot, I just, I can't, I can't handle as much and yeah, sometimes I'm like, oh my God, is Christina going to think I'm like, 
fucking slowing down, slowing her down, but I just can't. I'm just like, I can't operate I at that, that caliber. <laughs> I don't think that. But I think you do a really good job. You are a manifesting generator, though, so that gives you that ability that other people don't have. So you need to, rem- as Erin uh, Claire Jones said, you need to remember that other people can't operate at that capacity all the time. Yes, and I also have to remind myself because it's definitely something I get from my mom who has the exact same toxic trait, but like times a hundred. But my mom is like someone who's like, rest is for the weak. And I like, don't think that, do you know what I mean? But like, I could definitely like slow down a little bit too. And just understand that everyone has different timelines and does things at their own speeds. Rest is for the weak. No, I'm serious. Like the way that woman looks down on like napping or like sleeping in general is ridiculous. Your mom is something else. She does. She she's operating on a level that's like you know that movie where he takes the pill. That's your mom. Where he- Literally, limitless. My mom <laughs> is Bradley Cooper in yes. Limitless. One hundred percent. That's how I picture your mom. I oh love that my movie. God. I know. Good one. We should watch that. Now that I'm in New York City, it seems like everyone wants to come visit me, and I'm like, okay, why did no one want to come visit me when I was in LA? whatever. And when people come to visit, I need to make sure they are having a luxurious experience. I mean, unless you were my sister and her husband who came three weeks after I moved, it was not so luxe. But I did have, however, bowl and branch sheets for my guest sleeping setup. And I will say, these sheets are are luxe. Bowl and branch sheets are buttery soft, but they're super breathable. And I have been loving a crisp sheet lately because it reminds me of staying in a super cozy hotel bed. Bowl and Branch uses the highest quality threads on earth. Their sheets are made from slow-grown organic cotton for superior softness and a better night's sleep. These sheets have over 10,000 raving reviews. That's crazy. Bowl and Branch signature sheets come in 10 colors in all sizes from twin up to California King. Make the most of bedtime with Bowl and Branch sheets. Get 15% off your first set of sheets when you use promo code TCC at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com promo code TCC. Our next partner is Athletic Greens. And if you are a podcast listener and have been listening to the podcast for over a year now, you've heard Ray and I rave about AG1 by Athletic Greens for so long. We are obsessed with it. I literally take it every single day and I finally got Steve hooked on it as well. It's my favorite way to start my day and such an important part of my morning routine. I put mine in a bottle of water, which also just jumpstarts my water intake for the day, which I love. Every scoop is packed with 75 vitamins and minerals and whole food source ingredients of the highest quality that give me a major benefits like gut and mood support and boosted energy. And honestly, for someone who hasn't had a full night's sleep in over six weeks and is dealing with a newborn, toddler, and a full-time job, I am very proud of the amount of energy I have. And I have to say, I think I have AG1 to thank for that. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash cc. That's athleticgreens.com slash cc to check it out. All right, let's get into some of the toxic traits everyone, all of you submitted because I was once again cracking up at some of these. It was dying. Yeah, dying. Um, Okay, well, I mentioned this earlier, but everyone, let's, let's just reiterate that everyone is walking around thinking that everyone is mad at them. And so I think we all just need to remind ourselves that no one, well, probably not, probably no one is mad at us. Mm-hmm. Literally. I think it's fine. <laughs> I don't think people care enough a lot. You know, like we put to, we think that people care so much about us. And I think yeah. a lot of times people don't even care enough to be mad. Literally. My Makes friend sense. in college once was like, we were at this party and we were in this big outdoor thing. And she was like, oh my God, I feel like everyone here is talking shit about me. 
And I'm like, you genuinely think that everyone in here is talking about you? No, they're not. <laughs> she was like, okay, I needed that. Thank you very much. Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay, here's another one. My place needs to look like no one lives there. It needs to be so clean or I'm miserable. I kind of feel that. And I actually saw a girl post on TikTok about it. It's like her toxic trait was thinking that her phone, her house was going to be photographed by apartment therapy at any second. Like mm-hmm. always having to have it look absolutely perfect. I see this in two different ways. One, I, I've seen, I've been on the side of TikTok where people are like, why does your home look like it's staged and no one lives there? And that has to do with like, you, um, like making, uh, like having photographs around or anything personal. Cause I feel like for a while, like people just stopped putting photos up and like wanted it to look like, like AD was coming over. Yeah. Um, I don't need things to be perfect, but I can't get any work done until my space is clean. So if I have like a deadline or something and there's like dishes in the sink, the dishes need to be done first before I can do my work. Yeah, I'm the same. And that is sometimes unnecessary. Like the dishes like don't need to be done right that second. Like the email is more important, but I can't sit down and do the email without the dishes done. No, I'm exactly the same. Um, One of you said, and this is so me and I'm trying to get better at it, buying a new wardrobe for every vacation and ignoring what I have. Seriously though. I literally, if I have a trip, I'm like, "Mm, new wardrobe, better factor that into the vacation budget. And I'm not endorsing this. No, I know. I am trying to get better at that though. Me too. But it's it's not always easy. It's not always easy because it's like you are going somewhere, you want to look good, you want to feel good. I get it. But yeah, definitely. I think you got shop the closet. Let's all commit to it to each other. Um, but I think it's okay to buy some. If you're going on vacation and want to get a new little something, I I I am supporting that. I think honestly, yeah, you know what? Get the whole wardrobe. I support it. <laughs> oh my goodness. I this is why I need more of a capsule wardrobe to like incorporate certain things. So I just need like a new skirt, but I could wear that top, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? I kind of bullshit on the capsule wardrobe. I think you do? to an extent. Because when I was in summer, when I packed for like six weeks and I was loving all my outfits, remember for vacation, which I did mm-hmm. buy a lot of new stuff for that trip. Regardless, I brought a bunch of staple, not staple, statement pieces that I really loved Mm. and was like, this is fucking dope. And then I kind of like mixed them all together. I had mostly statement pieces with like one or two staple pieces and that worked better for me. I'm like, I felt good when I was wearing like a freaking orange lace-up corset, which is not, I would not qualify it as a staple. Um, I would think like a white tank top would be a staple, which I did bring and wear a lot of, but... I'm more about the statement wardrobe these days. I know what you mean. I can see that. Um, okay, another one is thinking I need a little treat every time I leave the house. Dude, this was me this morning. This is me every single time I leave the house. I took Dewey for a walk. Before I took Dewey for a walk, I brewed a pot of coffee. I was like, perfect. and take him for a nice little walk. Come back, have coffee. We record the podcast, be ready to go. As soon as I step out the door, I'm like, should I go buy coffee? And then this is the inner dialogue with myself. No, Christina, like you just brewed a pot of coffee. And then I was like, I'll get espresso. (laughs) This is different. And I was like, no, you have an espresso. You don't need that. And it's like matcha. And it's like, no. A croissant? (laughs) A croissant. Right, exactly. And honestly, I blame Apple Pay for this. Because if it weren't so convenient to just have your phone on you and buy everything, then you wouldn't be like as motivated to get something every single time you leave the house. Because at least for me, I'm a big walker. So I'm not bringing like my wallet with me. I'm just bringing my phone. And it's like, there's so many options. So easy. Yeah. That's like when I, every time I go for a walk, I feel like I need a treat. That's mine. I'm like, oh, I'll go for a walk to a coffee shop and then I'll walk home and it is a workout and a treat in one. (laughs) Literally, I'm like, Nicholas, you want ice cream? Let's go get ice cream. You can't say no. He wants ice cream, you know? Meanwhile, I put the idea into his head. Oh, my God. Um, Okay, another one was asking someone for advice, then telling them why it's bad advice. Guilty. Yeah, I feel like you do that a little bit. Mm -hmm. I do that a lot because I can't make, I'm so indecisive. So I want advice from everyone. But I'm like, nah, that doesn't work for me. Yeah, literally, you'll be like, oh, I just don't know what to do. And someone will give you advice and you're like, yeah, I still don't know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 100%. Asking for help. And if it's not done in 0.03 seconds, then I'll just do it myself. 
Yeah. This is definitely probably written by someone who's in a relationship. Yeah, absolutely. And have you seen like all those videos that it's like someone, um, it's like the female in the relationship taking a drill and just making the noise. Like this is how to get your partner to do something for you. You just like act like you're about to like screw some shit up. And then and like, I just oh, think, shit. yeah, and then they come over and run and do it. I'm for sure guilty of this. I want things done the second I want them done. And if I have to wait for you to breathe, then you're taking too long. Yeah, I feel like I, when I was in a relationship, I did this too. And it was because I would wait till I was like on the edge to ask for help. Like it wouldn't be like, oh, do you mind help? Like it was like everything else was fucking annoying me. I was, I was on the edge and I was like, can I have some help? And if they didn't jump up and help me immediately, I'd snap. Absolutely mm-hmm. snap. This is something that Steve and I get into sometimes and I've realized like we're just do things differently. At the end of the night, Steve and I like both clean the apartment and one of us will normally like do dishes and kitchen and the other one will do like living room and put away like all the toys and stuff like that. For me, I'm someone who can't relax until that is done. And Steve, after the kids go to bed, likes to relax and then do things. Um, Again, like we all just do things at different times and speeds, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it takes everything in me not to be like, are you going to do it? <laughs> when I know he'll do it, but like, I just need to chill out. It was, my toxic trait is I'm a Leo, which honestly, I think Leos are just walking toxic traits. <laughs> no further explanation saw, needed. <laughs> I saw that and then I was like, oh, I feel like people would think that about Aries, but as an Aries, I don't think it's toxic at all. <laughs> and that is probably the toxic trait of an Aries thinking you're... You're freaking fantastic all the time. Yeah, you said it perfectly. Um, my This is someone's toxic trait and is mine as well. My phone is always about to die. That is a toxic trait about people that really annoys me. I'm like, how was your phone always dying? Do you not have a charger? This is 2023. Like, w- w- what's going on? Do you charge the your phone at night, I, Christina? Every single night, but every single night. I guess I sometimes unplug it in the middle of the night and also I fall asleep to TV shows so on my phone playing or a podcast so it's playing the whole time. What? And That's a toxic trait. That's a toxic trait. Add that to your list. <laughs> I, I know. Um, and then also I, I sometimes like my flashlight is always on which is another toxic trait which strains it. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Cha- uh, once again, chaotic. <laughs> Absolutely chaotic. chaotic. No. I'm chaotic. Yeah, I'm like, I think... It happens to me once in a blue moon where I'm like, oh shit, my phone's going to die. But I just feel like I have the adequate resources that I don't find myself in that situation very often. But (laughs) the way I buy, the way I have like three portable chargers on me or like in my home and just never have them on me is so annoying. One one to work. I feel this person. Um, (laughs) This one. It made me made me laugh. I say I want to date, but I reject every man who asks me out. Absolutely, never related. To, actually, no. I mean, yeah, because the guys. I don't who, think you do that. The guys who are asking me out, I'm not into. The ones that don't want me, yeah, baby, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> that's a toxic trait right there. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's normal to say you want to date, but then when it comes down to it, and be like, mm, no. Um, what about thinking I can get ready in under five minutes? I think everyone has this friend that is always late. And it's like, it's like, because they think they can get ready in a short amount of time. It's like, this happens every single time. What's going on here? What's going on? I don't get it. How long does it take you to get ready? I can get ready if I'm not showering and my, like, okay. If I have to shower, if I have to wash my hair, do my hair, do my makeup, I need a full hour. If I already have my hair done and it's like day two and I just need to like body shower and do my makeup, I can be ready in 20, 25 minutes. Mm. What about you? Is it bad that I never even factor in showering? Do I not shower enough that it's not even in my equation? Don't you just factor in your hair wash? Like I'm like, okay, if I'm washing hair before something, that is a whole other getting ready time. No, because I put my hair up a lot. You like do your hair all the time. Like for me, I'm like, oh, let me just put my hair in a ponytail like it is right now. Or yeah. if sometimes like now lately, I'm like, I'll just leave it curly. It's whatever. Thank God. Um, All my dreams are coming true. Yeah. So I just don't factor in like hair washing as much. I'm like, oh, like makeup, skincare, 
and outfit. And I feel like that could take me like 10, 15 minutes if I know what I want to wear. You're telling me to do your makeup, your hair, and get dressed in 10 minutes. I literally did my hair and makeup for this in like four minutes. I don't believe that. <laughs> it's, I, that's a fact. I pro- I'm going to time myself next time and do a time video. Time yourself. Yeah. That's wild. If that's true, kudos to you. That's impressive. But what will take me longer then is trying to find all my stuff when I'm ready to go. <laughs> like I can get ready really quickly and I'm like, wait, where's my purse? Um, where's my phone? Where, where's the keys you know I mean? that I keys? lost that aren't lost? Exactly. That's what throws me off. Oh my God. Um, okay, let's see. What about this one? I feel like I can learn to do anything and be really, really good at it. I feel like that's you. Uh, with, you don't think that? With some things. With certain things. With certain things. But like, I think that like, yeah, if I tried to become a dancer, which is like my new kind of hobby, it would not. I don't think I'm ever going to be good at it. I really, I truly believe that I will always suck. But you could probably be an Olympic athlete. I could be an Olympic. Or. I could be an Olympic rower. If I. Yes. Like there are, (laughs) I do believe that. Like if I trained. I could be. I also. I think there are two things that I could be an Olympian at if I trained: a rugby player and a rower. Will I? Uh, never. But I could. <laughs> this reminds me of that interview with the Kardashians where Kendall Jenner. They were like, "What would you do if you weren't being a model?" She was like, "I'd probably be an Olympian, like equestrian." And people were like, "Okay, like we love her confidence that she just like automatically would be an Olympian." <laughs> and I love that for you as well. Wait, this is really off topic, but quickly. Did you see her and Bad Bunny, the photos of them kissing and how everyone's freaking out? Yeah, everyone is freaking out. Well, it's kind of like everything Bad Bunny doesn't, like in all of his songs is like, so my friends, my friends who speak Spanish really gave me the lowdown. It is, it goes okay, in, I was going to say, I did not know you were like a Bad Bunny connoisseur over No, here. so two of my friends here in Brooklyn are like Bad Bunny die hard. So I'm just like along for the ride. And whenever we're out and Bad okay. Bunny comes on, my friend Chumi will be like in my ear. She'll be like, this is what he's saying. And I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, okay. Wait, what's he saying? Like, uh, like. Give me the essence of it. Basically. And how is it the opposite of Kendall? Basically, Kendall, you know, is saying, well, we're really going on a tangent here, sorry. But he really uh, like celebrates like Latino women and all of this stuff. And like, then he's like dating Kendall Jenner, who kind of is like, you know, a very white girl with like a tequila brand. Everyone is saying that it just mm. goes against like all these things that he's celebrating in his songs and music of Latino women. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, interesting. I, I have seen a lot of people being really angry about it. I'm not like a huge Bad Bunny fan. Like I don't, I honestly like don't know his music that well. Um, so I'm getting I into it because my friends are outraged. It, but yeah. Anyway, side tangent over. Um, <laughs> someone said, putting a regular coffee mug in my car cup holder thinking this time it won't spill. <laughs> Every I love so that. Funny. I honestly love that. Every single day, you come out to your car, you're getting ready to go to work, <laughs> put that open coffee ceramic mug in the cup holder and thinking, oh, yeah, today it'll be fine. I'm sure it spills every day. <laughs> every single day. Every single day. Oh. And, and you're probably like, I guess I just filled it up a little bit too much this time. And you know what? Tomorrow, she's going to do it again. <laughs> again and again, every single day. Mm-hmm. Um. I want something new and amazing for every single meal. If I'm going, oh, actually, we talked about this once. Like, if we were traveling and we were trying to find somewhere to eat, I am looking up Yelp reviews. I am on Time Out. I am on the infatuation. I am I'm scouring the internet to find the best place that we can possibly go. And I feel like you'll just kind of be like, oh, this place looks good. Let's go in here, you know? And I'm like, absolutely not. We have not vetted this establishment. I can't Mm -hmm. waste a meal if it's not good. Yeah, we are a little bit different like that. I mean, I like a vibe being like delicious place too, but I sometimes I'm just hungry. I'm like, this is fine. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't waste a meal on it being mediocre. (laughs) I feel this way about sometimes like when I'm cooking, where I'm just like after a while, like I can like eat the same sort of thing for like three different meals. Like I'll make grilled chicken salads like three meals in a row. And then after that, I'm just like so over it. And I'm like, we need something different. Yeah. At home, I'm a little bit less like that. Um, okay. Zillowing everyone's house when I learn their address. You the nosy second. bitch. <laughs> Wait, do you not do that? 
I have never done that. I didn't know people do that. What? Wait, when I read this, I was like, oh, I, I didn't really, I was like, everyone does it. Wait, so give me I, the second. So someone's like, hey, do you want to come over for dinner? Here's my address. You'll just be like, type it in. And what are you looking for? To see pictures, to see the price. I think most of the times people are looking for the price. I, people are like, especially if it's like a newer house that someone just bought and like, oh, come over. It's like, how much do they spend on their house? I think definitely. So you're 100%. telling me I can't lie to people about how much I pay in rent? They'll know? Uh, I don't know how rent works if that is like as open. But for Zillow, if someone, if something was like recently sold, it'll say the sale price of it. Damn. Definitely. I I am so guilty of this to the point that Steve and I were talking about like when we buy a house, like there's like certain ways to protect from that from people knowing. <laughs> so you're doing it, but you're like, oh, no, we got to figure out how not to do this. Yeah, how to make sure people don't look up what we spend for a home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that, yeah, Steve does it. Oh my gosh, everyone does this. I can't believe you don't. No, I'm going to start doing it now though. Mm-hmm. You better believe Maybe it. Maybe because we've been living in cities and everyone lives in apartments. So that's why. Yeah, like I can't remember the last time I went over to someone's house. Like I really can't. Wow. And also, you uh, like you haven't really been looking to buy a home. Like we've been looking to buy a home for like the past couple of years. Like we flipped a house, so like we've been so invested in like the real estate market in a way, and what what price things are going for. So I think that's probably why like it's very intriguing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. Nosy, nosy people here. Oh, this other toxic <clears throat> trait is also one of mine. I'm really just toxic. I'm learning from this episode. <laughs> Ordering clothing and either not returning or waiting too long to return. I feel this. I feel this, but I always do. And I've, wait, I've told you about the service in LA that you need. I know. I know. I've actually gotten, I've gotten a lot better at it. Or I'll sometimes like buy things specific, specifically from places that I know it doesn't matter what the return like time is, like from Nordstrom, for instance. Yeah. Ugh, returns really are just the worst. It's like, oh God, I have to just- They are the worst. Number one, this thing didn't work. Let down, disappointment. Mm -hmm. Then you're telling me, I got to nine times out of 10, print a label and then tape it it to a package and then pack it up and take it out of my house. It's just too many steps. It really is. Way too many steps. So much work. So much work. I will plug- this company in LA called Return Mates. Literally, you don't even have to print your labels. You just upload it to this thing and they will come pick them up from your doorstep. And it's like $10 a month. It is honestly the best thing, best $10 a month I ever spent. I wish they had it in New York. Okay, I'm. you should look up this company that I think is really great it is Happy Returns. Do you know them? Yeah, but don't you still have to take it somewhere? You do have to take it somewhere, but they take a bunch of, you don't have to like box it. You don't have to print the label. And like, for instance, in LA, there's so, there's like one like around the block from, yeah, a paper source. There's like one at the Century City Mall and you can just um, bring like a bunch of different brands there too and do all the returns at once right there. And the money comes back to you immediately. Oh, that's kind of nice. So. Damn. Happy returns. Mm-hmm. Holla. Um, this one, <laughs> uh, this girl said, thinking I can pull any straight man as a lesbian and trying to prove it every time I go out. Honestly, I love that energy. I believe you can pull any straight man you want. I believe it. What with that energy and that confidence? Absolutely. And then for them to be like wanting you when you're just actually like, mm, actually, I'm a lesbian. Bye. <laughs> oh, good. I dislike people who are the center of attention because I want to be the center of attention. Honestly, I kind of agree with that sometimes. Like sometimes I'm just like, <laughs> ugh. Hello, um, can you chill? I'm trying to shine here and you're stepping in on this. This is too much right now. I was wondering, I'm like, am I like that too? I mean, I don't... Sometimes I think people are just very dominating and it's like they're dominating over me. Are you saying me. I'm dominating? <laughs> oh. I was trying to think, I'm like, do I always need to be the center of attention? I don't necessarily think I do. I don't think you do either. I don't think you do either. And I don't think this is like a known thing about me, but I do enjoy it. But I don't think, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm like one of those people that like dominates scenarios. Like I do have a couple friends who like we all are big personalities and loud. And I do notice that sometimes I'm like, oh, 
guys, <laughs> like, shut up so I can speak. <laughs> and it's just easier when I'm with my quiet friends because I don't have to talk yeah. over anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Toxic. <laughs> Um, I get mad at my husband for leaving things around the house, but they're usually mine. I was like, did you write this one? I didn't write this one, but I don't get mad at him for leaving stuff around the house that are actually mine. But I do get mad at him for like leaving a pair of socks somewhere when meanwhile I have like 20 things around. And I do think it's like I read this once and I forget the exact way that they described it. But I think sometimes people get mad at other people and they're projecting what they dislike about themselves. Yeah. So for instance, I hate that like I have things all over the place because I don't put them back right away. So when I see one thing that Steve didn't put back, <laughs> it like triggers me. Poor Steve. Oh, and Clearly I'm not alone. Yeah. Um, okay, we're going to end on one that is honestly just savage, which this isn't like this. Yeah, this is toxic. But also I think you got balls. Um. My friends say, if I don't like someone, I roll my eyes every time they speak. Damn, girl. I kind of think I'm guilty of this, too. I've never seen you do that. I don't roll my eyes, but Steve's like, you need to control your facial expressions. <laughs> and like, like we were on the FaceTime call with the real estate agent to look at his house. And I didn't, uh, he was like, stop making those faces. <laughs> He's like, can't you have like a poker face? So, I think that this person probably doesn't realize they're doing it. Yeah. But rolling your eyes, that's actually pretty extreme. Like, imagine you're talking to someone. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That would make me so insecure, actually. I'd be like, oh my gosh, this person's so scary and so mean, and I'm so boring. I need to go. Oh my God. Toxic. Lying a ditch. Well, in summary, we're all toxic as fuck, and it's funny. So I say we all just keep doing what we're doing and laugh about it. Oh, I have... Literally, like, no <laughs> desire to change any of my toxic traits. I've just accepted them. We've accepted them. Christina will never know where the car keys are. I will... No, I'm going to find them, okay? <laughs> I'm going to find them. They are not lost. Okay, the day you find them, honestly, please let me know, because I think they're gone. I'm sorry I'm with Steve on this one. Those things are gone. <sighs> More positive energy, okay, Ray? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh my gosh. As always, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Please let us know what you think of this episode and stay tuned for some more fun updates on our Instagram stories at The Confident Collective. And we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com and find us on Instagram at Confident Collective. And if... If you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories and don't forget to tag us.